This is Pastor Andrea Ellis, and I just want to personally welcome you to the Destiny Faith Church podcast. I'm so happy you're with us today. I trust the word of God will inspire you. So please open your heart and enjoy the word. The pattern. Today, my discussion topic is simply override. Override. This word override means to prevail over, to have dominance over, to have final authority or final say over, to overrule, to disregard or nullify, to take precedence over or to super I'm still talking about shattering patterns, but the discussion for today is simply override. We're overriding some patterns. We're overriding the dominating voices and the dominating habits in our lives. So simply today, I want to impress upon your heart to override. Galatians chapter I'm going to pick up a couple of excerpts of scripture. Again, I'm going to leave a little bit of time on the clock so that we can pray over our children. Many of them are starting school. Some have already gone back to college and things like that. So we want to make sure that everybody is covered. Galatians chapter 5. This is the new King James Version. Verse 1 says, Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty of by which Christ, the anointed one, and his anointing, it's not Jesus' last name, it talks about the anointing power, the burden-removing, yoke-destroying power that is on him that has been given to you. Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty or the freedom by which Christ has made us free. Christ has made us free. Christ, the anointed one, with the burden-removing, yoke-destroying power, has already made us free. Verse 1 goes on to say, and the free part was the bomb. And it's more added on to it. And do not be entangled again. Do not be entangled again. Do not be entangled again, which leads me to believe there are patterns and cycles and procedures and systems that try to come up again and again and again. Do not be tangled again with a yoke of bondage. You've been free, so don't go and let the chains come back on you. Don't let those bad habits and those bad behaviors and those bad patterns sabotage your next level life. Come on, God said, I know the thoughts that I think about you. He, this is before the foundation of the world. He already had a plan. He already had a purpose. He already had a destiny for your life. Do not let those bad patterns come up again to sabotage your next level in Christ. May I pause right here and just tell you, leave your past in the past. Leave your past in the past. Leave those things that tripped you up, leave them back there so they don't trip you up again. I'm going to need somebody to come up in here with me today and help me preach this thing. Verse 7 says, you ran well. You ran well. Period. Then it says, who hindered you from obeying the truth? 
let me be transparent. I remember years, years ago, my teenage years, my early years, I would cuss. I was just not a cusser like a sailor or anything like that, but I would cuss. So I would have several months, sometimes nine and ten months, free from cussing. But then something would trigger in my life, and then I would go to cussing. Cuss you out or cuss, cuss out of frustration or what? Why y'all looking at me like that? So, oh, because you're guilty. Okay, I get it. I get it. I get it. <laughs> but the, no judgment here. But then the next part of the, the verse is, who hindered you from obeying the truth? You were doing good. You ran well. But what happened? Who sabotaged you? What got in your way? How did the past come back up to your present? Verse 13, the A portion says, For you, brethren, have been called to liberty. you called to freedom. You're supposed to be free. Whom the Son sets free is free indeed. My old zip code, whom the Son sets free is shown up free. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. I'm free and I'm supposed to be free. Only don't use this freedom or this liberty as an opportunity for the flesh. How many, how many of us are saying, I'm grown, I, I, do, I do what I want to do because I'm grown. No, you don't do what you want to do because that winds you up in Oakland County Jail. You don't do what you want to do. You do the right thing. Verse 16 says, this I say then, walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. When it talks about the lust of the flesh, I'm talking about bad patterns. Whatever those bad patterns are, those bad patterns are not of the spirit, so they have to be of the flesh. Walk in the spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. You walk in the spirit so that you will not fulfill, carry out, conform, accomplish, do, obey, implement, or give into the lust of the flesh or those bad patterns patterns. Are you getting a revelation? This is where we put that word in, override. The bad pattern may show its head up again, override. That desire might show up again, override. That notion, that unction to do the wrong thing is probably going to show up again, override. Come on, I'm still talking. I feel the Holy Ghost right here. I'm still talking about shatter the pattern. We're going to leave the past behind us so the things that tripped us up before, we're not going backwards. We're only going forward. So when those things try to come up again, override. Let's keep reading. It says, for the flesh, this is, this is um, Galatians chapter 5, and the whole chapter is just fire, so I encourage you to go back and read it. It says, for the, the flesh lusts against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary one to another, so that you do not do the things that you wish, or the things that you want to do, or the things that you like to do, or the things that you're prone to do. 
that's when I have the capacity. Remember, the anointed one with the burden-removing, yoke-destroying power gave me freedom. I have the capacity now to override. Verse 19 says, Now the works of the flesh are evident, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath. I'll say that one again. Outbursts of wrath. That's when you start raging. You get so mad, you start talking out of the side of your neck. Y'all ain't going to say nothing. Outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies, envy, murders, drunkenness, revelries, and the like, of which I tell you beforehand, just as I told you in time past, that those who practice, that means when you do those things over and over and over again, will not inherit the kingdom of God, the dominion. You won't have the dominion over things that try to dominate you. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such there is no law. Now, this is what I heard um, Tony Evans say this, and it was so good, I can't even improve upon it anymore. The law was given to you to be a mirror to show you what you really look like. So the law was given to show you what you really look like. So when we get up in the morning and our hair is all messed up and you got stuff all, y'all don't wake up like that. We go to the mirror to show us what we really look like. But we don't take the mirror off the wall and start brushing our hair with it. We don't take the mirror off the wall and brush our teeth. The mirror just shows us our condition. The law just shows you the condition of your heart. That's why we're talking about giving under the law. It was just to show the condition of your heart. It doesn't mean that you don't have to do something today. So the mirror just shows me what I'm really like. Then I have a responsibility to handle my affairs after that. It says, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no law. The law can't jump off the, the, the mirror can't jump off the wall and do nothing for me. All it can do is show me my real condition. Now, here it is. I can walk away from the mirror and never handle the condition. It's not on the mirror. That's on me. Are you listening to me? I can see myself. I can see the patterns that need to be broken. I can look and I can see it. I have the power from the risen Christ Jesus to overcome it. But with a straight face, I can walk away and not do a thing about it. And then I don't have a right to be talking about, Lord, why are you going to let this keep on happening to me? No, you have a responsibility to do something because Jesus Christ made you free. Verse 24 says, and those who are Christ have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. Crucify means you kill it. You kill it dead with a painful, torturous death. You kill it dead. Those passions, those desires, those bad habits, those cycles, those intervals, those bad patterns, kill it dead. And I didn't say it wouldn't be uncomfortable when you do it. Sometimes it's just not comfortable to kill it dead. 
sometimes it's not comfortable to not answer them texts. Well, if you know the person don't mean you no good, stop entertaining them. Stop calling them. Stop letting people call you at 2 o'clock in the morning. After they've done everything else in the world they want to do, they ain't going to call you at 2 o'clock in the morning. Oh, no, no, no. You shatter that pattern. When you see that phone call, you got to holler out to the phone. Override. I'm overriding this foolishness today and every day here after. I want to go back to the verse 16 of Galatians chapter 5, which is really where I really want to be, and they didn't start my clock, so I don't know where I am with time. Walk in the Spirit. Walk in the Spirit. In other words, you walk in the Spirit. You do something. You've got to walk in the Spirit. When you walk in the Spirit, you will not fulfill the lust or carry out or accomplish or obey or implement or give into the lust of the flesh. So it's, it's noteworthy to look at how this scripture is laid out. It didn't say, kill all of your desires and do all of that, then you can walk in the spirit. It didn't say, cancel all of this and stop doing this and stop doing, then you can walk in the spirit. No, it said, walk in the spirit, which is your empowerment to override the lust of the flesh. Come on, I need you to get a revelation. I walk in the spirit. That's how I have an empowerment to override. The problem is we're trying to do all of it and finagle and do all of this so that I can walk in the spirit, so that I can be good enough, so that I can please that. No, I walk in the spirit first, then he gives me the capacity to override. Come on, walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of this flesh. Walking has reference to repeated steps. So it's not a one and done. I got to keep on showing up. I got to keep doing the right thing. I got to keep walking. I've got to keep putting one foot in front of the other. It's not always easy. Sometimes those steps are difficult. Are you listening to me? Thursday is my leg day. I come out of the gym like the scarecrow from the whiz. It's not easy, but I don't just lay down in the gym and say, somebody help me and carry me out of here. I walk out uncomfortable. And here's the funny thing. I try to walk out cool. In my mind, I'm like, Lord, don't let me fall in front of these people. (laughs) But I have to put one foot in front of the other I have to do something. Walking has reference to repeated steps, not just one step. I got to keep stepping. Remember, the steps of a good man are ordered or ordained of the Lord. The steps with an S on it, the steps, not one step. If it was one step, we all would be delivered and set free. We've got to keep putting one foot in front of the other, even those uncomfortable steps. Here's the deal. You made it through that one uncomfortable step. Go on and make it through the next uncomfortable step. And then the next uncomfortable step until the steps don't, are not as uncomfortable anymore. 
Walking has reference to motion and momentum, obedience steps. It has reference to a process or proceeding. It has reference to advancement or progression. Am I making faith to anybody? 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7 says, For we walk by faith and not by sight. Faith is an action word. It requires corresponding action. So whatever I believe, what I'm holding on to, what I'm clinging on to, I have to keep putting steps on it. I have to keep, and momentum gets bigger and bigger as you go, so it gets easier down the line. And I'm making faith. So if you want to be set free and delivered from bad patterns, bad habits that are holding you hostage, bad habits to have your husband crying at night, have your wife crying at night, have you feeling bog about yourself, bad patterns that are going down to the next generation. I have to order my steps. I have to put a process in place, and I have to keep going. And the more I go, the more momentum I get. That first step is not always easy. To be honest, maybe the first five steps or ten steps may not be easy. But if you keep putting one foot in front of the other, you're going to get there and the steps will become easier. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord and the Lord delights in his way. So again, Galatians chapter 5 verse 16, walk in the spirit. I got to order my life. In the spirit, according to the person of the Holy Spirit, to lead and guide me into all truth, to help me with the nine fruit of the spirit. When I focus on that, then I have an empowerment to override. If I'm not focusing on the fruit of the spirit and I'm not listening to the word of God and I'm not showing up and I'm not, I'm not giving and I'm not doing all of those things that I know to do, that's when it becomes hard. I feel like I can't even put one foot in front of the other. But when I am in the spirit, things become easier for me. Walk in the spirit and you will not conform to, you will not do, you will not implement and give in to the lust of the flesh or aka the bad pattern that is robbing you from your life, from your purpose, and from your destiny. Am I making faith to anybody? So as I'm walking in the spirit, that's where my empowerment comes. That's where the momentum comes. That's where my strength comes. So that whenever that bad pattern, that desire, that thing comes up again, every time it comes up, override. We want to override one time and never have to override again. That's not the reality because the things that you like going to keep coming up. The things that you don't really want to do, your flesh wants to do them, but your brain and your spirit really don't want to do them because you know it hurts other people. It hurts you. It hurts your body. You've, you want to live a long life. You want to see your grandchildren's grandchildren. But every time somebody frying chicken or, or uh, pork chops, you showing up, eating all that you can eat in one sitting, and they're taking a plate with you to stack this high. You ha there has to come a point in time that you override. Get a revelation. Y'all not saying amen. Every time it comes up, override. So you made it that time. That don't mean it ain't coming up again. 
When it comes up again, what are you going to do? Override. The next 15 times it comes up, what are you going to do? Come on. Faith is the substance of things. Hope for the evidence of things not seen. I don't have to feel nothing. I can still have the desire. The scripture never said the desire wouldn't come. It said that you had the power from the risen Christ, the anointed one with the burden removing, yoke destroying power. You have the liberty and an empowerment to override. We keep thinking, if I could just stop doing this, then I could be spiritual. Skip that. It doesn't work that way. You've got to walk in the spirit so that you can override. And every time it comes up, override. Come on. The answer is still no. You got to tell your flesh the answer is still no. I don't care how many ways you cut it, the answer is still no. You got to be tired of crying them same tears. You keep crying over the same stuff. Whereas all you have to do is every time it comes up, no. 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 Over. Are you listening to me? Have you ever been in a store and they have to call the manager to override? I'd be sitting there waiting. <laughs> I ain't moving. Override this. I had a coupon. The coupon didn't go through. I was looking. I read the coupon. I read all the fine print. Didn't say nothing about this. Where's the manager? And I hold a whole line up for 60 cents. You know why? Override. I'm not going to pay for what I don't have to pay for. Override. Come on. I don't care how many times that thing keeps showing up. It'll come in different forms and different ways. And regardless of how many different ways that it comes or how many times it comes, you have an empowerment to walk in the spirit so that you do not fulfill the lust of the flesh. And you need to holler out with a loud voice. Override. Listen to me. You got to be so demonstrative when you really want to shatter a pattern. Start saying stuff out loud. Start saying it out loud. Say it so loud you scare yourself. Say it out loud so that it jars you to know that I can and I will overcome this. Jesus didn't lay his life down for nothing to pick it back up. I told you Resurrection Sunday triggered a shift in your life. And this shift is give you a revelation that I can overcome. Listen to me. I can overcome stuff I like. I can see the sign blaring hot donuts now at Krispy Kreme and say, override. You can say no. Just because the sign says hot donuts now don't mean you have to stop and get one now. You can say no. Come on. That's a gift from God. Let me give you a revelation. God gave you a gift, and that gift is the word no. Use it as you will. Come on. You don't have to give in and cave into things that you've given in and caved into before. Here's the deal. The more you cave in, the, the more you cave in. The more you resist, the more empowerment comes to resist. Now, here's the deal. Remember I told you that the enemy will orchestrate uh, situations or circumstances in your life to trigger you so that your resolve is down so that he can discourage you and he can disappoint you. 
Discourage means to void out your courage so you don't have the courage to face it. Disappoint means to void your appointment. He canceled an appointment that God had for you before the foundation of the world. The enemy doesn't get to cancel your appointment. But you have to rise up and say, override. Come on, I'm going to say this, and don't, go, don't get mad at me right here because i got to close. we got about to go get the kids. We're about to pray for the children. What makes you think, listen to me right here. What makes you think that feeding that raging monster will ever make him leave? You keep trying to give that raging monster just a little, just a little bit this time. Why, why he got to go if you're going to keep giving him, you're going to keep feeding him? There's a raging monster of debt. And every time it comes to pay your debt, you don't want to pay. You want to do something else. You're feeding the monster. There's a raging monster of perversion. Well, we just going to lay here with our clothes on. You're feeding a monster. He ain't going to just be satisfied with that for long. Are you getting a revelation? Whatever it is, a raging monster of overeating. You ate it. You were satisfied. You knew you were satisfied, but you just keep eating because it's good. Somebody ought to say amen. I know I'm not the only one that keep eating, somebody said cookies, donuts, fried chicken, it's good. Jasmine brought some little cookies to the picnic uh, last week. I bit into a cookie, I was like, oh, I want another one. I didn't even eat the first one. Come on up in here with me, guys. I'm transparent because I want to make it real to you. Come on. So the enemy will bring stuff that you like, stuff that you like to do, just because you like to do it, don't make it right. That's when you have the capacity on the inside and empowerment from Jesus Christ with the burden-removing, yoke-destroying power to say no. You can override. Come on, don't let people make you something to do. You just something to do. When they got something else to do, they ain't thinking about you. When they bored, then here they come calling you. It's all late, 11.32 at night. What you call me 11.32 at night for? Override. Now, here's the thing. Oh, my gosh. He finally called. Oh, I finally get that attention. Skip that. Override. Call me in the midday. Let me know you think about me in the midday. Not just at night. Come on. I'm, I'm trying to be real to help us. We got to shatter the patterns. There are patterns that have perpetuated in our lives over and over and down the generations. Are, are you listening to me? What generations come from generate. The devil keeps trying to generate the same stuff and perpetuate the same cycle in every generation. This is when we have to stand strong and stand firm and shout with a loud voice over Today I've talked to you about the capacity given to us to walk in the spirit. Then we won't fulfill the lust of the flesh. It didn't say don't fulfill the lust of the flesh, then you'll be able to walk in the spirit. It never said that. 
So I have to get in the word of God. I have to pray. I've got to meditate on scriptures. I've got to show up to church services. I've got to serve. I've got to give because that's what gives me the capacity to override the lust of the flesh. I trust you got a revelation on this today. I've got so much more because I want to teach you how to use your faith to shatter patterns. Ask, believe, confess, demonstrate, expect, forgive, and give. We walk by faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. We can do this, guys. It's not over. It's not over till Jesus cracks the sky. That's when it's over. When Jesus cracks the sky and he snatches us up into the heavenly realm, that's when it's over. Until that time, you have the capacity to shatter the I trust that word blessed your life. Thank you so much for tuning into our podcast. Don't forget to connect with us on Facebook and Instagram. And I want you to know that at Destiny Faith Church, we're more than a church. We're a family.